Here on Anderson Street, it's all about provocative conversation at the dinner table. And you know this. What the true hell has dating become? Or is it even all that bad? Find out as we discuss dating today with Mark, Caress, and Nicole, with threads covering personal stories, personal areas of improvement when dating, and how the non-binary experience differ from the cis heterosexual one. Yes, get up on that jargon, my people. Without further ado, welcome back to the table. We, we covered tech lightly, some social media, not enough. Ga- the gaming, like gaming and like people being involved in that for like in the teens amount of hours at a time, like no one going out of doors. Um, it's like, hey, I could be cheating on you or I could be in here playing this video game. Or I could be watching porn. <laughs> and, and, yes. But also like the, the increase of porn watching and therefore don't really need to do this in real life or expecting sex toys yo toys is another thing yeah oh you don't want to have sex to me that's fine i'll put i'll phone. do this myself i don't need you anyway yo this is real life i have to tell you guys about the japan thing and then i swear i will leave it i will leave it alone <laughs> but in this article um someone's who out in japan were like people are really just not uh, having any quiz. And they have, like, they're the biggest manufacturer of sex toys and also, like, life-size uh, dolls. dolls and so on. Sex dolls. And they have sex hotels. If you've been to Japan, they have sex hotels. You can go there and just, like, little exchange. Like, like you think over sex, right? Yeah. And not even, they're not having children, really, because people aren't coming together. And they're, they've created um, a, a way for masturbation to be more enjoyable mm-hmm. so that you... Uh, lessen the likelihood of the awkwardness of going out into the world and trying to find someone that will do this with you. Anyway. But I think this is good. I think this separates like sex from procreation, right? When we think about how sex has been traditionally thought about, that's true. Through like this procreation way, and as a queer person, like obviously, I'm right, 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 procreating. So I feel like people are more so understanding sex in the ways that I've always understood sex as like something pleasurable, something enjoyable with someone, and not necessarily resulting in like I need to build a family with you. So inevitably, because I actually didn't think that that was obvious, right? Or like, because you're queer doesn't mean that obviously you don't want to have, you don't want to inevitably procreate. Maybe that doesn't I mean, negate I mean, that's, the option. I mean, there for are you. right. There are a lot of queer people who do want to have kids and and do look forward to that when they're with someone like building a but family. But for you, no. But for me and right. the people that I have sex with, I can't procreate with. Right. Okay. So there are queer people who do have sex with people who they can't procreate with, right? I'm not one of them. And so for me, when I get with someone, it's not like, oh, there's not this expectation that we're not going to slip up and have children, right? right. Like it's not. There's no, there's, there's no, there's, there's none of that. It's all planned out. It's all, you know, something that we talk about later down the line, but it's not like something that's talked about. Yeah. So sex line. is for pleasure, not for, like, having families. Yeah. Which, I mean, for the fair, I don't know, all of history, right? It's been about procreation. And now, which is what people think all of history has necessarily been about procreation. I think that, like, colonial, when, like, colonial Europe came and started taking over the world and, like, raping people, right? Then it came about, like, procreation because they were just like, oh, don't spill the seed. What is that line in the Bible? Like, don't spill the seed. And, like, this is when they were there, the, um, what is it, like, called, uh, I forget what part of the Bible it's called, but this is the part where they always use when they talk about, like, how you can't have gay sex and you're going to go to hell and stuff like that. And so there's a line in there talking about not spilling the seed. And what they were saying was, like, no masturbation, no having sex with other men, right? right. Because there was, like, they were trying to increase the population, right? right? And so I I think that, like, people, like, take beyond, like, some of these lines that were in the Bible in times where, like, 
there wasn't contraception, there wasn't like prenatal yeah, care and things like that, and like after right, there wasn't there weren't billions and billions of people on the planet, mm-hmm. right? And and so when when people like keep those traditions up, right, and force them onto other people, you kind of take away people's agency for like sex and sexuality, mm-hmm. and you force onto them. Well, the only way sex is only defined for like having kids. Mm-hmm. When we know that like pre-colonialism like in Africa and like in India they had like books and shit that was like, about pleasure and sex yeah. and like yeah. positions yeah. like almost like, right yeah. and I do have to say like yeah Catholic guilt is real it's, it's heavy. heavy it's heavy it's like yeah like no little no. cough over there yeah. <laughs> oh, like well. no having sex before marriage like pretty much God is watching you at all. all God is watching you at all times right. you're a Nothing sinner and it's just like it makes your body's not for you. Yeah, like and it makes it like, is this okay? Right, everybody's so sneaking around. Nobody's talking about it. Right, so sneaky. it's sneaky, and you don't actually feel like you can. So what's dating like for you? Like, huh? Oh well. Like, but for real, like in a, in a grander scheme, maybe how it's been, <laughs> what you would prefer it kind of looks like. Yeah, so I think, um, so I'm very single, as I told you. Um, and uh, so for me, it's always been like a kind of nice to have, not a need to have. Sure. So um, I'm not out here like going on dates every single week or, um, you know, trying to line up like how can I meet as many people numbers not building wise. Roster. I'm not, yeah I'm not like building pipeline like trying to find my my person that way um it's always been through like meeting people and um kind of like developing relationships first and then letting it letting it um, grow from there but now it's like I don't know people still keep pushing me to like dating apps and all that stuff and I just have so many friends who will look back on their time dating and they they're like it was miserable and I just I can't people go years being single yeah same I'm on eighth year yeah yeah us queers love love so we're like two weeks in and we're ready so (laughs) move in with each other to be sad about that though but that's what happens when you take marginalized people when you think about people who are super marginalized and have similar experiences all you have is each other Mm -hmm. right because the world hates you right Mm -hmm. I walk down the street we hold hands people are yelling slurs at us right so all you have is one another so that like brings you closer together absolutely because you go through think you go through it all of it all of it all the time it is the umbrella that's that's a huge part of the relationship is going through experiences with each other and if you can do that emotionally that's a huge attachment Mm -hmm. that you know I can go through that and Meanwhile, in, in in heterosexual relationship, I feel as though, and I think that you feel the same way. If at all, I posit that I could be attached relatively quickly, which could be within a six month time frame. I am, you know, the total stereotypical woman, and I want too much, and I want to get married tomorrow, and I yeah. want this, and I'm just like, why can't I just like you? Yeah, and I express can't, it. Yo, why can't we be open about our feelings? Yes. What? Why can't I just want to spend multiple days with you in a row? Yeah. Some, some, some males can't elaborate on their emotions. We're just masculine. Why is that my problem? Why is that my problem? That's not your problem, but you have to know your, I'll say, significant other. Yeah. At that point in time, to know that you're doing too much in the relationship. All right, so but that's, you don't know that's, that's why you need to introduce emotions For when sure. you start dating yeah. someone. And say, sure. hey, are you someone that talks about your emotions? Are you yeah. open about these things? So you just out here asking those questions early. It's early. Important. I need to it's know because I mean, I don't waste my time. I love Look, that. you're yeah. different. <laughs> 
I, I am almost hate with you right now. Also, your level of judgment is too much. I understand yeah. where I mean, you're coming from. It might not say anything. It might not literally come out exactly that way. I might go through something where a girl is attached to me, and I see that, and I acknowledge it. I might not bring it up because it's like, all right. That's the issue, though, is because what I've had problems with in the past is men, like, acting one way and then immediately shutting it off and turning it around on me like I'm too emotional in this or I'm too attached and it's like I'm attached because you made me mm-hmm. feel like that that was where we were headed. Right. You yeah. were, or you and, allowed that. To and now that we're going to talk about it it's like just total shutdown mode right. and making me feel nothing is worse for me. And then you have to go through a therapy session with them and try to pull emotions. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, are you in this? Or now, now, when I was younger, I was not this, like, no, of course not. not. (laughs) Yeah, I was not vocal, but it's just, like, I hate, I hate it when um, men make me feel like I'm crazy or I'm, like, you know, I misread the situation or whatever. It's like, no, you were acting this way, so I just, like, followed your lead and like you can't act to make a left. You can't act one way and then be like, oh, too much. I'm gonna like. This is yeah. a lot of learned behavior, though, of masculinity. Yo, yeah. As someone who like has participated in masculinity since I was very young, like I don't know what positive masculinity looks like. I don't know what. I mean, I'm starting to understand that masculinity does have a softer side to it, right? But like my learned behaviors of masculinity, I was enacting all the things that all the men in my life showed me was affection and love, and a lot of that was aggression and violence. Sure. Um, And not just, like, violence, physical violence, but emotional violence as well. Like, um, you know, leading people on, right? Mm -hmm. So that, like, I'm not the one who's too deep in my emotions there, so that I'm more in control of the relationship, right? right? Um, Or, like, threatening to leave, right? So that, like, there's, like, this begging of, like, yeah, now I'm in control kind of thing. Got it. Or my early 20s was, like, filled with, like, this, like, emotional manipulation and as I got older I was just like wait someone did that to me and I was like okay this is so a little what was the moment that, that you like recognized that uh, when I learned about it right when I learned uh, that this was toxic I think that like around the age of like 25 I'm, I'm 30 now so around the age of like 25 I started to read more about like what 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 is toxic masculinity I started to learn that term what is toxic well, literally masculinity literally why why did you start on Researching that, or even because I was called a fuckboy. Okay, you were called out. I was called a fuckboy, and I was like, "The fuck is this term?" And this is like early. This is like five years ago, right? Right. Where like the term wasn't as like started. Yeah, I was like, "A fuckboy? What the fuck are you saying right now?" And so to 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 for someone to break that down to me, and for me to understand that you know um that violence and abuse isn't just physical but emotional and mm-hmm. to understand like the narcissist behaviors like behind them and i was just like wait i just checked off too many boxes like mm-hmm. right here right yeah. and so and then also for that to have the tables turning on me and feeling that and being like oh this is fucked up like i was just led on this journey that wasn't actually going to manifest someone was playing with my emotions mm-hmm. so that i would open up to them so that they were in control um, and so I was just like, yo, I need to unpack this. And I'm still unpacking. I'm still unlearning these journey, behaviors, man. right? It's a journey, right? It really sure. is. Um, but, like, it, it always sucks to be the one in the relationship who's, like, more invested emotionally mm-hmm. or is giving, you know, mm-hmm. more percent, you mm-hmm. know, when someone's not meeting you there. And that shit hurts. And it makes you shut down, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that's what happened to me in my, my last relationship is just, like, I was just like, I'm in this, but I don't know. I'm in this, but I don't know. Just because of doubts. the hurt. Yeah, right? I have my doubts. doubts. I had my and you're still defaulting a little bit to what it was like, and you're like, I'm not in control, but okay, that's a pattern I have to break. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like being super conscious. 
no, being conscious all the time oh of you and what you're about and your patterns. Yeah. Especially when like those around you probably aren't holding themselves as accountable as you are holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. It's a hard job. And then you try to have communication and you try to call each other out and then sometimes it just doesn't it land just well. Yeah. Yeah, it goes just but I gotta say that's the privilege of dating like women, especially like black women, right? Because they'll call you out on their shit. And that's emotional labor, right? Yeah. That's a lot of emotional labor yeah. that I constantly have to call someone out on their shit. But I appreciate that because this makes me a little bit more self-aware and being like, no, I need to do this labor in myself. Mm. And it makes you think before you act. Right. A lot of the times. I mean, it can go a lot of ways, which is crazy enough. But, you know, you could come from a relationship where uh, a female was broken prior before you got mm. to them. And you have to get through that wall, yeah. uh, which yeah. I had to do. And then when it finally started to come out and it's 100 percent, I'm invested in you. Mm-hmm. And that was OK. Are we going to slip back down that hole that mm-hmm. you went if I happen to do this the wrong way or something like that? Yeah. You're, so both you have to think you're both thinking, you're both learning, but in a presence, you have to remember some people don't do things intentionally. Something's yeah. happened and it's wrong, it's wrong. I've apologized probably a million times in my relationship. That's fine, but I don't do anything to literally hurt my significant other in yeah. any shit, way, shape, or form. That's not what I have to deal with you at the end of the day. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm the type of person, if I can, I don't like drama. If there's less drama, you know, it could be that way, but it makes the relationship that much more memorable, that much more loving. You can invest in so many other things than always having to argue. You know what I mean? It's also recognizing that folks are human and they make mistakes, right? I hate that. I But yes, I understand. But do you like this person enough to accept? What is that new Jacquees song? Um, where he's like, I love you, and, and I'll take your bullshit, right? Like, everybody has their bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, like, are you going to take this, accept this person and their bullshit, too? Yeah, yeah. And do you see potential of them working through their own bullshit without you having to, like, you know, handle them? Is, like, is, is I, their bullshit legitimately bullshit? Right, yeah. The question, because it might seem like that for us and not for them. Right. So, yeah, right. I when I was younger, I used to, I was pretty, like, Judgmental isn't the right word, or maybe it is the right word, but like I was kind of like you do something. You're rigid. I was so Done. rigid. I, I was like, I was like, no, no, and I, you know, I was like, never speaking to you again. Have a great. Oh, you're like, oh, I was like, oh, you're like a blocker. I was like, yeah. you do one thing wrong, you do run one thing wrong, no. and I'm out. You know, and like oh. I wasn't empathetic. I wasn't trying. I wasn't to, trying to hear an apology. Yeah. No. And I was just very, like, black and white. I was like, this is how... And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, the world isn't black and white. And, like, I was probably just, like, self-destructing, like, a lot of the things that I was in because I wasn't even giving it a chance. It was more, like, kind of, like, self-preservation. Broke a lot of people, man. Huh? Yeah. So you work a lot of people. Yeah. You're like, and I'm sure you had your own bullshit. And you're oh. like, so what if I have bullshit? I'm oh, not taking it. That would have been me like, too, though. A hundred percent. Like I, I was like, that. oh, I'm, I like, you're not doing it my way. Like it's, we're not having it. But um, so it's hard. It's hard to to figure out like what is what's like real bullshit that that you you should run from versus like. What's just life and like trying to figure out is this person point. worth it? But that comes from you understanding yourself and what yeah. your boundaries are. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We gotta check in with ourselves and be like, what do we want out of partner? What are we willing yeah. to do? And you have to, I think, go through a few practice rounds. Yeah. And like, so I've been single for real, for real for eight years, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
since Sitting. we were together at college. Mm-hmm. So that's a minute ago. And you old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're older than me, aren't you? You're not talking about Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, and it's like I've talked to, I don't know what, Three people like significantly that stand out, but talk to. It would never talk. Get, right. It never got The fine talk was. You might as well just say it's really worse. I did. Oh, I just want to know. I don't want to use. Okay. Um, no. guilt. Yeah, oh, that was happening. Don't tell the here. Um, seeing each other regularly on a quickly casual level. <laughs> So like texting, following each other on social media, most likely seeing each other. Not all the time following on social media because I am very much, uh, I tread lightly. Like I'm, I feel like I'm on ice that will just crack and then I'll fall through the lake. So I never try to do too much Mm. and too much to one person may be absolutely nothing right to another person. So I would say I probably veer on the side of like, Literally nothing. Okay. It's probably not a problem whatsoever. Is that person introduced to your friends though? As when you talk, no. When you talk, three of these people, people, all three of these people didn't okay. meet any friends. Okay, talking can also be like they haven't met them, but I've sh- I've, I sent like a, a picture in the group text to show them who they I'm know of them. Too. Like they, they know, know of them, but then like they one of these people, I, I was the side piece that I didn't know about. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's important for other people to know, and that's important for you to follow them on social media. Yes, and so you can follow them on social media, see how they inter out here interacting with people. No, not on no, the the, so. the real girl who is now they are now married and have a child. Okay, um, <laughs> they are together. They had an interstate relationship, so it was fine. Uh, he lived alone, no question. He was whining and dining me, cooking for me. I was like, this is. Wow, this is one of the best people I've attracted ever, right? Yeah. You daytime chicks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how come we only meet the night? <laughs> oh, nighttime chick. I was the nighttime chick. I don't think that I was the still the nighttime chick. time and bay. No, I'm done with myself. And I had what, WhatsApp chats coming up on the phone. I was like, that's interesting. Maybe you travel like me. So that's why you have WhatsApp. Always trying to give, like, you know, a little bit. Yeah, the benefit super benefit of the doubt. Another guy. First ever time I did this, moved moved to Kansas City. Mm. Kansas City is in the Bible Belt. Just you moved to Kansas. City. I moved there. Wow. Whoa. You're in the army. Okay. Didn't forget about you either. Don't care. Okay. Toss it all out. But like, yeah. Got there and oh, well now that you're here, I didn't really. I think you misunderstood what I was saying for the past year and a half. Yeah. Oh, I I misunderstood. So I'm up here. See? I live here now. Here I am in the middle of the country. Confused. You're the one that's crazy, right? Like, I'm crazy. Yep. Yep. Mary Pat was there during that whole courtship via via FaceTime, text, yeah. every day, yeah. the whole time. She was there. We were in Istanbul. She's like, oh my God, he's serious. Yeah. You. This is going to be intense. You going to bring him home? I get there and he's like, nah, I actually, I think I'm going to go into special forces. I can't have any sort of relationship ever with anybody ever in life. You're married now too. That's funny. So that it's all interesting. Yeah. Yeah. These are two of three. The other one, I don't even know. He yeah. didn't hit me up a few years later and was like, "Hey, you still got that body?" Oh. <laughs> nope. I put on a few. <laughs> well, so I, the attraction has been dicey. Can we can we segue into like desirable bodies when it comes Ooh. to dating? Sure. 
And so you talked about like this person hitting you back up and still asking like if you had that body. That was the like, most your outlandish thing ever. Yeah, that was you, crazy right? to me. And so like I feel like in this day and age, because we do have social media is such like a prominent part of our lives, I feel like people do get caught up in like how people look, mm-hmm. right? How it's uh, perfect, right? It's not, yeah, like we're not getting to necessarily know people right away through like meeting them. How you doing? What you do? All right. that. It's just like okay, what have they been up to in the past? Right, this is what you're about yeah. on social media. Who are they? What you look with? like? What do they wear? Yeah. <clears throat> um, like in this look, right? And like, what are these looks like based on? Like, or the aesthetics yeah. based on? Right? I've been fooled, right? Haven't we all? I've been fooled <laughs> by like pictures that someone like posted. Like this person posted. Uh, that like they were into like meditation and they were so at peace and they were traveling fraud. and this this and that it fraud. was all fraud it was all fraud <laughs> this person shoot. was not at peace with oh, anything was they, were, they were loud <laughs> they were hectic it was it was a lot it was a lot but I like bought into this sure. idea of them because of what I saw online mm-hmm. but like also I think at that time in my life I also bought into like these European standards of beauty Right. Um, so, so like, like tall and skinny. So like thin, mm-hmm. not yeah. big lips, right. thin nose. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I, these ideas of like what beauty, uh, what was considered beautiful, even texture like of hair yeah. and things like that. Um, and I like after that relationship, I really had to step back and be like, yo, who, who, who was I? What, what was I? What was I chasing with that? Like, mm-hmm. what was I looking mm-hmm. for in that? Um, and just really understand also like how I love on black women and what kind of black women am I out here I love seeking? on them. Like well, well, who, who am I really seeking, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm like, if like the women that I'm with like don't look like um, the women that I talk about loving or fighting for or, or the woman that I came out of, right? Yep. Um, that being consciously accountable is <laughs> real uh, No, hard. for real, for real. But then it, it, it like people started to call me out on that shit and be like, yo, you out here saying that you love black women but like the black women that you love look more Egyptian rather than Nubian. Um, and like, but you I can't, know, okay, you right, can't. me being real with myself like about that though, me being real and I'm trying to unpack like, but that is how it is. Like you do have like these standards of beauty where you do have like masculine black folks who do go for the lighter skinned yeah, and longer sure. haired. Yep. And they're not going for like the girl with the wig and the weave, the darker skinned one, right? Who wears like the colorful makeup and has like the certain aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's I've always I, been that, that light skin, everybody hates me, so I get it. The light skin, everybody I'm, hates you, yeah, I'm on the, the more desirable, you're not really black. Thank you, you're not a black woman, but yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like darker like, black woman. telling you you're not yeah. a black woman. Yeah, and being like, you're the reason, da 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 da. Oh, skin. You got the good hair, you got the good da and I'm like, I don't even know what any of those words are. But can you acknowledge the privilege in that? Yes. As long as you can acknowledge the privilege in that. I understand it, but growing up, it was hard. Mm-hmm. Isn't it hard because you're like fighting? I mean, again, I don't. Toss it out. Safe, safe, safe. Like you are fighting against yourself because you're like trying to. When you're younger, it's like your self, your self confidence. It just isn't there because it's like my body should look this way or should look this way. You're fighting against the people that you're trying to attract. So like male, female, whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like I need to look look a certain way because of this and that. Yeah. And then you have, you know, women saying like. You're, yeah, so I'm not part of the time because of this, but I'm also not black enough, I'm not white enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. So you're trying to do and make yourself something that all of these people are telling you like different things and yourself and it's just like, you know, it's so hard to grow up and try to be be comfortable with 
who you are and, and attract the people that like will just want you for you, you know, and you don't realize that growing up, so it makes it so much harder. I can't imagine growing up right now with Instagram and like yeah. Kylie or uh, the daughter of a. Uh, Kim from Real Housewives of some state, some place. But anyway, her daughter's like 13 and has fraudulent mm -hmm. everything ever. <laughs> and like, does everybody have the same doctor? Cause y'all, everyone's kind of starting to look the same. The like, yeah. things are all mm -hmm. the same. And oh my God, that's until sort of, that, that sort of until pressure. Until the changes and then they're like, oh shit, like right? now I got all of this plastic <laughs> surgery and I'm stuck because like, this was the trend before. Right. Thin eyebrows, yeah, big yeah. eyebrows, the big right. hair, small like hips, booty. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is the perfect time to grow up. I know for me growing up, I didn't see anybody who looked like me mm. on TV. Like being like someone who's more masculine presenting and black. Like I didn't see black queer characters. It was mm. only like white queer characters I saw. But with social media, I feel like these kids are, can like find people and see people who look like them, who actually are in relationships and hold relationships and can find love. <clears throat> Growing up, I didn't think that I was ever gonna find love because I didn't know anybody who looked like me who was in a loving relationship that wasn't hypersexualized on TV or sure. didn't have like crazy mental health problems or they weren't like experiencing some kind of extreme poverty or things like that. But like, I feel like these kids now can see people like, um, what's her name, Lena Waith? Mm -hmm. um, that's her name? Yeah, uh, so like seeing like queer characters like be their true authentic selves and mm -hmm. seeing them be in actual relationships and people loving on them and appreciating them. I think that this, like especially for young queer kids, this is like the perfect time to grow up. Yes, there are standards, right? Mm -hmm. There are also these, the inundation of like you'd have to sift through to find the sort of role model you'd like to emulate if you're seeking. Like you can find anybody now, hopefully, mm -hmm. somewhere mm -hmm. that you can look to as a representor of what you'd like to be like. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, mm -hmm. if we're on the explore page, there's like in the wings, all the atrocious aspects yeah. of the same thing. So you right. as a kid mm -hmm. need to now also have the wherewithal to sift. Mm -hmm. So like who's there with you as like some sort of a mentor. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think it's excellent, but also I think it comes with really high stakes now. Well, it's like things can be used for evil or for good. Right. So like what you're saying is spectrum to everything. Really good, because you're right. It's like, you know, it just opens it up, opens the world up to people. Yeah. But what you're saying is it's used for evil. Yeah. Kind of. Well, I remember being a kid and being in like chat rooms. Y'all remember chat, chat rooms? rooms. <laughs> being yep. in chat rooms and having to make up like some crazy name, right? So that my like foster parents, because they were like super Christian, right? Oh. And like me dressing masculine to them was synonymous with me being gay. Oh, and so I would like, they, they would always like question me or try to like look up and see what sites that I was like on oh, no. and things like that, right? But I'm just like, yo, I'm just trying to be a kid and like yeah. children do have sexuality right mm -hmm. we grow up especially like middle school high school like we're curious like about things and and growing up like sex ed wasn't real for me like when I had sex ed it like it didn't teach real. anything yeah. it's not real but like learning about like all this heterosex and me being like I'm not gonna have any of this yeah. type of sex I don't really this doesn't disengage. apply like you just disengage and having to go online and like mm -hmm. look up like search lines for mm -hmm. or like finding out through like talking to older people in these chat rooms that I get trapped. Remember ASL? Yeah. Age sex location. Oh, ASL. Yo, I used to have my oh, little yeah. screen name. Yep. <laughs> LOL. 
<laughs> if I have my desktop computer in my bedroom, right. run home with, for, to play The Sims, really like, had be on. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Really had it was no a lot. Was you had to go time. through a lot, right. though, to like find someone to like talk to, and then like being a queer person, especially because I grew up in like a small town, there weren't any other queer people. So like you, you're over here talking about like Kansas City, and like that's nothing for queer people. We'll date someone all the way across the country because like for some of us, it's yeah. like just few. Like if you don't live in a big city, like there might not be a lot of queer people like oh. in your city. So you might have a lot of long distance relationships, right? It's 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 not a big it's not as big of a pool mm -hmm. as like people think it is. I think like now like a lot more people are coming out, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that there the pool is definitely larger. But it like the more marginalized you are, like the smaller and smaller pool is. Like if I were a lesbian and identified as a lesbian, my pool would be like huge, right? right. Because there's so, so many options, options. so many options. But with me being like a gender non-conforming person, identifying within the trans and gender non-conforming community. That doesn't always register with other people who are identify as gay and lesbian. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are a woman and you want to have sex with like other women, I'm marginalized. I'm not going to be in that circle, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I know that me coming out as a gender non-conforming person and identifying within the trans community, I got isolated out of the lesbian community, right? Mm -hmm. They don't want none of that. They don't understand my pronouns, right? So they're, they're not trying to call and me. And they don't want to try. They either. don't want to try. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> they don't try either. Question mark. I mean, I think that by and large, I'm not interested. I, I think that like. Some people, like I, okay, so like dating for me is very hard. I come across this person who claims they understand, right? Mm -hmm. Like now on OKC, uh, which is OKCupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They have options, different gender options. Even on Tinder, they have like different gender options now, right? And so I can have my gender option in there and someone express that they want to date me or talk mm -hmm. to me and then I start talking to them. And then I understand that they really don't understand gender they're just like oh but you're still like a lesbian because you were like born or assigned mm -hmm. and you don't want to have the teaching and I, I, I in the dating world i don't always want to educate my partner i, don't, I want someone to be able yeah. to like meet me and already understand these things true. that's why last time we were having that conversation yeah, about dating this, like interracial yeah, dating it's just like i don't want to have to explain to you what it's like to be a black person mm -hmm. like in a relationship yeah. mm -hmm. as well as a non-conforming as well as a gender, gender non-conforming person yeah. that's, a lot of that's interesting so that's so many so, levels of complexity Maybe, do you think there's a correlation between like being more willing to be emotionally vulnerable early when the pool is small and the options are less? Please tell me you followed that because I was thinking about that yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it's it can be difficult. I think that it can go like one of two ways. Like either you are like you have like all of your walls up because you're like cautious. Yeah. You're like, when is this person gonna fuck up my pronouns? When is this person gonna right. allow like, someone right. to misgender me? Mm. Right? Like, is this person gonna even, is this person ashamed of me gonna take me home? Because it's a lot easier to like take like someone home is because like a lot of parents now understand like oh this is like someone of the same sex and you're mm -hmm. dating someone of the same sex but to like throw out the idea of gender not conforming or trans to parents sometimes they're just like i, I don't understand so people yeah. just avoid taking you home altogether so we can either go that way or like you are so desperate because the pool is so small you just cling and attach to this person and you like take in all the violence all the like gender mm -hmm. violence and harm you feel that's all because you feel have. like this is all that you'll have yeah, yeah. that's that's crazy so like if you were dating someone new, mm -hmm. you're not dating anybody at all. No. Question mark. No. Okay. So if you were dating someone new, mm, we're a month in. Mm, you've been out four times. You've paid. You've been on dates. Okay. okay. Now we are getting into hibernation season, which is okay. now. Cuffing season. Right, we're here. We're here. You we need a about this hibernation season. bay. Okay. Hibernation bay. <laughs> so. 
Wow. She's out here and she's like, oh, I'm interested. Oh, I really like him. I want to da 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 da. Okay. She calls you on the phone. Mm -hmm. Huge move. Which I'm a person that has. Huge move. Phone conversations. That's why I right, noted because right. I know Just who you are. <laughs> right. I know who you are. Right. And she's out here like this. Give me the phone. Be on the phone with me. Mark, <laughs> listen, um, we've been out on a few dates. I really like you, and I just want to suggest that we are exclusive. What do you think about that? Let 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 him think through his thoughts before he speaks. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is this is different get because we're simulating something very good. Get dirty. your thoughts together. It's different. It's different. I can't she even go through this. She has compassion in the moment though, and she's giving you time. Because I can just respond. say yeah, and then going through the evaluation, it could be just fun. Because I'm the type of person I'm assessing relationship. Listen, if we're talking, I just want to talk. Right? Did we talk that. about us just talking? But no, because that. this is that conversation now. Okay, right. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, what was said from the get-go? Yeah, but please do. Because I feel like that's important for a, a, a guy like me. I'm setting the tone before anything goes. So there isn't anything that's going to be misconstrued down the line. So, on well, day one, you then, on day one, you said, well, if, everything goes, if everything goes well, yeah, we can be exclusive. I'm fine with that. So then say that. Right, but that's what I'm trying to get. You understand? I was trying to get the background of what the situation was. We didn't have background. We were just, we were just talking. If we didn't have we background, that's not somebody I want to be in a relationship if there's no background. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my point. This is the background. He can't just say yes or no. He has a plan. Yeah. <laughs> he sets it, it forth from, from the get-go. That's real. My point was simply that. Um, you freak out? Yeah, the, the, no, I wouldn't freak out. I'm just saying the emotional vulnerability at the beginning is often a, a deterrent for men in heterosexual relationships. In gay relationships, too. I know a lot of gay men who also, like, just, that's just, like, the way, like, masculinity, I mean, we're in spaces as a child where you allowed to cry and be vulnerable. Like, you were told to man up, right? You were told that, like, like men don't do that or like that like uh you have to be in control of the relationship you're the man in the relationship you wear the pants like that kind of thing so i mean where has he had the space to even like unlearn these behaviors mm, hopefully so, if and when someone approaches you with with a new uh, question right yeah i mean it's different um for me growing up of course i'm a male <laughs> so whatever i go through whether i mean main things were sports doing certain things. I was brought up around guys, period. So I never really had to get be told, be a man. You know, you can't do that. You can't do, I never went through. You just saw what it was. What it was, mm -hmm. and that's how it is. It's very straightforward, because a lot of it was being brought up at the table. It's like I'm sitting and I'm laughing because it's new to me. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as last episode, everything was new to me. A lot was new to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm not. I'm not narrow-minded. You know, I hear about a lot of things, but I'm not out there watching TV as everybody else. I still engage in the regular world. So this other facade of everything that's going out, building a profile on social media and portraying myself as this when I'm not, I don't do any of that. Like I'm probably one of the realer people that you're gonna find out Which here. That's why you're annoying me in this yeah. chat because, <laughs> because you're and not I, representing all the males. And I will be. And I mean, that's that's the side. I, I could understand both sides, but I generally will always be me and answering any question that you want. So that's why I couldn't give you just a straight up answer. I had to know the background of what we were going towards to give you an honest answer of what I would naturally do in a situation because I'm misleading 
the table and then I'll be misleading the viewers at the end of the day. Oh, well, you know, he thinks like, nah, I don't think like that. I want you to know me mm -hmm. from the get-go. Mm -hmm. That's that's the most important sure, because sure. if you know me from the get-go, you know what you're going to be dealing with in a relationship down the line. Okay, well, Mark thinks like this. Well, you could say Mark thinks like this because this is how everything is laid out on the table. And I feel like that's very important. I'm not going to, I'm not going to one, waste your time. Mm -hmm. And seriously, I don't see time as being wasted. I see time as a lesson. Mm -hmm. Anything that isn't or going the way it's supposed to is for you to learn from right so but wait this is you now but think about you in your earlier 20s were you out here really 20s, thinking like I this was, i was in a relationship but yeah i was always told like this i grew up a lot of uh, around a lot of older males mm -hmm. i didn't hang out with my age group mm -hmm. so if i was 17 i'm hanging out with people that was 20. i was in the club in the strip clubs at 16 15 16. so i went through that phase of my life very early okay, other so than very early on mm -hmm. Your mindset really early on on like how you showed up. It wasn't like this, right? <laughs> Not as strong. Going through high school, I was very passive. Mm -hmm. um, I let a lot of things be. I wasn't fighting because people around me always told me if I got into a fight in school, they always kept my people kept me on a straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. They kept me out of negativity. They wouldn't bring me around certain situations. So like I love and res I respect the people that I was around for that. Um, I was able to ask questions if I had like I had I had outlets. Mm. So I was very much so gifted than other people. So going into a relationship, like mm -hmm. I said, I'm letting people know what it is from the get-go, even if it was just a sexual interaction. You're the only one so, that I know. It sounds crazy, but hey, you know, and I might get into a confrontation later down the line because it's like, oh, well, you led me to believe mm -hmm. I've had that. And it's like, no, this is what it is. And you go down. Okay, it gets retraced. But ultimately, yeah. listen, there's not going to be a lot of guys like me. And... um Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, 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 we get it. Uh, so I always used to be the girl who would just like, go along with friends. I'm cool, right? Like, I'm cool, like, oh, we don't need to find anything. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just hanging out, it's great. And But in the back, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, uh, just remember like, my birthday. Like, we're probably gonna be like, who knows? Like, but, mm -hmm. you know, uh, literally trying to be cool, but not cool. <laughs> but not cool at all. So, I, getting older is actually great because now I just really don't give a fuck about what I'm doing and uh, and like try not to take things personally so the last person that I dated I just was like said everything that was on my mind straight like shared all of my thoughts emotions and I basically had that conversation I, go here. I basically had that conversation of like in real life face to face yeah in a, in a car, so not face to face. In, he was, in a car. Because he was driving. Was it moving? Uh, it was moving. It was yikes. Distracted. Looking back on it, I'm like, <laughs> looking back on it, like, we should have gotten into an accident. But, but or not. Oh, um, they got that. They got hectic. This, I, this, this and we were like, I thought, on the same page. It was going super well. Like, we were, didn't have the conversation yet about, like, being exclusive, but, like, You've been talking for. Uh, we were talking for like a really long time. Like, what's a really long time? Well, I guess not a really long time. Um, but <laughs> so I met him in like August of last year, and we were both traveling. So like he was traveling, I was traveling. Then we met They're back up here, and uh, we met back up in April. So we were talking the whole time. And then April, May, May, June, we were together and when we were like parting ways or about to part ways i was just like you know we're we're dating like we should keep dating and i'll travel with you and like do all this stuff and i brought it up i was so nervous because he just wasn't 
he wasn't bringing it up and I was like, I'm not waiting for this. Like, I'm not waiting for him to be the one to say it. And he freaked the fuck out. It was like, Yikes. I, it, it, was, breaks, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 it was like, he, it, it, the surprise in his face, I, then I got surprised and I was like, oh, we don't have to talk about this. Cause I was so shocked that he was shocked was that I was bringing it up. For you? Um, because like obviously you weren't expecting that reaction. Yeah, so I mean it was really sad, but I is he, a, is he a, sorry to cut you off, but is he an oblivious person? I mean, like did he not, not see really. this coming? I think no. he can we all see this conversation. Yeah, maybe, maybe a super idealistic person <laughs> yeah. that things will go the way he hopes yeah. to go. And I think it was, <laughs> was just sign? like. <laughs> Everything gotta be broken down to the birthday. Yeah, I have to ask that. No, that's not fair. Yes, and it I feel is like fair. you categorize a person. Just because I'm a Virgo, I'm not gonna wholeheartedly act like a Virgo. That's correct. January 18th, okay. he's a Capricorn. I'm just saying, like, it's All I'm saying is a good foundational like, place for us. You're a Taurus, which is like an Earth sign, so it's like you need answers. Like, you need like straight answers. And with like Capricorn. They, they also kind of need straight answers, but if things like don't go their way, like they're We're not out, happy. They're, no, yeah. I'm a cap. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. he is like, he needed, there was a lot of things that he still had up in the air, like with his life. So he's like, I think he, I don't know what, I'm not going to try to figure out. No, 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 but, but, say, but you were both in this boat of talking to each other, feelings had. Yeah. You bring it up. Yeah. You're emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. And it's and kind he of tossed like, right back down your throat. He wasn't like, ready for the talk. Nope. No. And he, and what the way, how surprised he was, I was like, what were we just doing for the past couple months? Like, how are we this far? How are we this disconnected? But I do have to say, so it was the first time that I was, I changed my approach in how I'm dating, like just saying what I think, saying what I feel, like going after what I want. Mm -hmm. And it ended the same way as all my other relationships, like it ended. But you. But I feel a million times better. Yeah. And just having that like practice of saying, of doing that, it's like the next time I, I come across a relationship, it's like, that's how I'm gonna. Maybe so many months won't go by. And you'll, yeah. you'll get this. Yeah, and it's like, I'm just going to keep doing that. And like, hey, are we building towards yes. right. Maybe have cash. some more conversations at the beginning and like try to set the scene a little bit more. But or I can look what back. Their communication is. Yeah, and I can look back and say, like, I did everything I could. I like put it all out there. I didn't leave any. I wasn't like, oh, I wish I said this. I wish I said that. Maybe it would have changed if I said this. It's like, I said everything I could. Yeah. And maybe I said too much, but like, I'd rather it that way than. And I can't like rely on maybes anymore. I yeah. just am in this moment and I know that this is how I feel and yeah. I want to like somebody. Why is yeah. it such a negative thing for me to want to see you several times? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Yeah. What, are you trying to, what are you saying on the side of the line? No, I mean, yeah, my facial expression is going to show it all. This is. <laughs> You're mad at me. Like, I can't be though. Like, <laughs> this is what some guys are just gonna be. He wasn't ready for that conversation and he was surprised because he didn't think that was gonna happen based off of what was Why happening. Why? 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 I can't ready. speak for that. <laughs> 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 okay, no, but I wanna ask a question because, like, this is where I get tripped up is that, you know, he's. He, we're together all the time. He's saying all of the things, like, that he likes me and that, you know, he loves spending time with me and all this stuff. And it, it feels like we're on the same page right. mm -hmm. and then to have that com if i didn't have that conversation how much longer would that have gone on mm -hmm. and like when is someone ready for that conversation and then the thing is like we just shut down we just like he was shocked i was like i mean you're obviously not ready for this conversation like mm -hmm. he wouldn't even really talk through it it was just like 
oh, let me think about it. Uh, That's know. uncharacteristic. That, yeah. 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 In some aspects, he, so, he didn't give you that respect to even, I guess, come back and give you some type of answer. I think, which should be. Know? Yeah. You know who would have yeah. been ready for that conversation? The person that you're not interested in. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. No that's who one will show up for you more. Somebody you don't want. So, this is something that one of my friends said is that, like, you know, it's just this weird like food chain thing where it's like this person likes this person, but this person likes this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Person. There's always someone that's like wanting to get with you, but you yeah. don't want them. You want to get yeah. with someone else, and it's yeah. just like I don't know. So it was just like I mean, it's just a sad. Do women have that because of like a clock is ticking? I have to bring that up because that's an interesting do question. Do I, was in, I was in the car with Sim the other day, and he was like, "Let me ask you something." Mm. We were passing um, mm. Linden and Anderson Street, <laughs> making that right turn, and he was like, "So, is it problematic if a, if a guy you're talking to lives at home?" And I had to pause because, like, pre remote year, I don't care. I was living at home. It's fine. Like we're all living at home, mm. right? Yeah. None of us have any money. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we're all millennials. Right. We're all millennials. <laughs> like we love debt. I don't know. I mean, I know that was not a good example, but. People do, and I was like, but now, honestly, yeah, that's a problem to me because mm. I'm looking to build. Y'all all know I'm looking to build. So if you at home and you're not even ready, but what if they at home stacking bread? And, it, and sometimes it's a cultural thing. And fine, and those things, unless like there's caveats to everything. So if if what I know to be true is that you can't leave the house because you you cannot because you're not stacking or yeah. you have some dead end thing or it's not working. It's enough. But if you have like a plan, mm-hmm. like Capricorn, I need to plan. And I'm a one on the Enneagram, should you be interested in that as well. So I like plans and a little rigid sometimes. It's fine. Yeah. But if we're on the way out, then yeah, I understand. Do we have a time frame? All right, so like let's, six months? Let's, let's bring this to, to light. I am a male. I just moved back in. Pick with up my the mother. phone. Right. No, no, no. We're not picking up. You were living with your. I was. That's the caveat, right? Right. That's one of those. But yeah. funny thing is, someone you broke up with, then you moved out. Moved back. Yeah. Um, I was in a building situation, but I'm one who is mainly on the move a lot. I'm yeah. barely home as is. Yeah. So for me to have an apartment, make no sense. Mm-hmm. Thousands of dollars being thrown right out the door. But that's my situation. Right. And, and anything. Prior to. My ex believed that I wasn't independent. I couldn't go out and do it on my own type of thing. But I'm the type of person that was traveling on his own to go do what I had to do, whether it be a tryout, um, if it was a modeling gig, whatever. I'm doing that all on my own. So there's a particular basis. So going back to what you were saying, you know, based off of a person's situation, cultural, not cultural, if a person's mindset isn't there for you, right. That's the you situation. already know what that is. Right. It's, it's not if a person is staying home. Some people find it attractive, some people don't. Some people start early in life where they're neglected from their family, so they're forced right. out the door. Right. There's so many op- uh, uh, options. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you were forced to grow mm-hmm. at a younger age. So your mind state, listen, let me tell you, females in New Jersey versus females in New York, grown women versus girls. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there because it's out true. There. NJ versus NY, <laughs> like for real. Now it's a river. New York went girls, I'm gonna say that, are grown women at the age of 15, 16. New Jersey females are not the same, depending on where you're at. So I will agree. It's crazy. You know what I mean? So mindsets of men versus women, 
depending on where they are in their life, it has to be questioned. And where they're from. It's the so most important thing to be questioned um, at this point in time. I'm going to go back to your uh, comment on like the clock is ticking and right. having kids. And so I'm 31 years old. Vicky was like, what? When I said, I don't know. And that's obviously something that like, you know, my, my sisters asked me, do you want kids? Like, and uh, I think people will say like, oh, you know, a woman in her 30s just wants to get married and have kids, or like whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it's kind of like I've decided that I just want whatever is going to come to me. Like, I don't know if I can have kids. I don't know if I could have had kids at 22. I don't know mm -hmm. if I can have kids at 40. So like, exactly. I don't want to be, I don't want to be living my life for something that I don't know if I can even have, mm -hmm. or like if that's even in the cards for me. Like if I want to have kids at 40 and I can't, why do you myself. feel like you can't? Well, like physically. She was just like, saying. Yeah, but like why? You don't know, but you why, know. why is that even a thought? Because I'm just saying like, okay, so say if in my life I was like, I am going to date to find a man to have kids, like, and kids are my end, end goal. Like the way that, that life works is I can't guarantee that if I had spent my twenties trying to find that person and focusing on finding that person and focusing on dating, that I'd be able to have kids with that person physically like we just don't know as women anything can bodies, happen anything Even can happen. I, I just think it's really yeah. interesting there was this there was a really good study done on that millennial females often think that they can't have kids no other generation of women have ever I mean, thought that the before. highest amount of like fibroids than like any other generation well, I'm, just saying, like, I'm just saying i just don't know so i'm not dating right now to find i'm dating some or i'm dating mm -hmm. and i want to date to find a partner to like live in whatever that life looks like mm -hmm. whether it's kids or not kids or you know travel or not travel like however we want to build a life I want mm -hmm. that versus I need to get married to have kids like because my clock is ticking like I I don't want to date for that reason mm -hmm. um, and I never have and so it's just been like a funny thing because I've been getting the question a little bit more like do you want kids or mm -hmm. um, because I just don't know if that's even in the cards for me. If mm -hmm. I think I'd be a good mom, uh -huh. and maybe if I find the right person, then I'm like, oh, I really want to have kids with you. Mm -hmm. But if not, I'm just like, cool. Whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, it's that. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, vice versa, you got to speak, speak on the, the guy's side of it. Is Because I've, I've done research after my breakup, I've gone through it. Uh, <laughs> well, basically, anything that pop up off of relationships and chemistry and the ifs, what, whatever. Like, it came down to a situation like that, you know, being, I'm 29, and you're getting into an age range where a lot of people are settling down. You yes, more than everyone's getting married on all, and you're seeing, yeah. you're seeing it, and having kids. You're seeing it. So it's, Love for female, <laughs> biological clock ticking. Uh -huh. For male, it's financial, is what I've heard. Mm. So where so I'm you, at in a relationship okay. is I would not want to have a family. If, if I wasn't financially yeah. stable because mm -hmm. a man is used to holding mm -hmm. the household, right? I'm yeah. fine with a woman yes. having more yes. money yes. than me. Yeah, yes. I'm fine with a woman having more money than me. It can it can be shared, however. Yeah. But I feel like a dominancy. You're not gonna I'm, have kids I'm, until you feel like you can I wanna provide for my yeah. kids. Think about generations that came before you. They provided and allowed you to do something that they weren't able to do, mm -hmm. right? And it'll happen every time. Your mom basically mm -hmm. was able to do one thing more. She was able to buy a house. Yeah. Now you can have that house as security. 
now you go out and you're doing all the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. You don't have to work the regular nine to five mm -hmm. in a cubicle. You can mm -hmm. actually go out. You could be an entertainer. You have that comfort zone, right? Yeah. But ultimately, me as a as a, a male in my life, I would like to provide for my family, for my kids. Yeah. It's the same thing we spoke about previously before, and like you're saying with having a child, you don't know if you'll be able to have a child. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you get married if the marriage will even work out. Yeah. So these are all questions that always come. We just, we just be able to be able to be ma get married. Just, yeah. This is new for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, right now. I think statistics say that a lot of people are getting married and it's a shorter period of time that they're getting divorced. You know? I think it's... Wait yeah, I mean... Rephrase. Uh, okay, so marriage isn't lasting, basically. Ah, Divorces are higher. You know what's a funny thing that my mom said to me? This So my, I'm one of four girls and I'm the second oldest. Mm -hmm. And my mom and my dad got pregnant with my older sister at 25. They weren't married and it was an accident. And, um, it's a good age. Good age. Just so you know. But my we're mom, far, we're all past that. We're all far away. Yeah, yeah, it's great age. Uh, yeah, six years ago was a great age. But um, I. So what she said was that because of like birth control and uh, like planning, like people plan too much, and she's like if we were planners or if I had birth control, none of you guys would be born. And like, who knows what my life would have been like. Mm. So it's so funny because it's- Same thing for my mom. Yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, sometimes, I'm a, everyone, everyone should be on birth control. Like, everyone should be planning is what I, I think like birth control is great. You should be, or like you should, whatever. If you have access thing. to it. If you have access to it. It's a like, privilege to have access to birth control. Yeah. I do not trade with birth control. Just, well, do you like, do you, I try to plan, you track. So I track people I should like, pills. I'm not, uh, what I'm saying is I'm not a proponent of like everybody go out and get yeah. knocked up or whatever. Like my Be mom. prepared. Be prepared. But, um, However it is you prepare. but she raised a good point that like, we are just, we, we're just planners more than, sh than they were back then. Yeah, because we have more debt than they do. True. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a huge one. That's awesome. We, we that are not here buying houses. We are out here like building huge families. We can't right. afford it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Yo, that's so, true. Uh, if I had kids at 25, yeah. I would, LOL. 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 Also, with the guys that I was dating 25, like. You don't see them as husbands. Thank you. No. All right. So look, in my perspective. You back. In my perspective. I'm not sleeping with anybody I can't see myself with. Oh, that's real. That's what. All right. So some guys might say, yeah. it, "It sounds like I'm a saint," but oh, I'm no. Not. But that's but, but that that's disrupts true. the norm that we're talking about, but that's the right? Truth. Like that's being direct and honest. The the person I was dating, I would have loved to have a kid with, and I'm gonna be real with you. She had two instances. You're dating or in a relationship? I was in a relationship with. Okay. Yeah, I was in a relationship. That was a long relationship. Uh, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, if the words wordplay. Um, yeah, I was in a relationship with. Or uh, it wasn't a scare to me, but she told me she was pregnant twice, mm. and I did not have any type of oh shit like oh. okay let's go find out and if it is what it is well we'll, go, we'll deal with it I'm that type of person but I'm comfortable with who I'm with mm -hmm. there's many people that are in relationships that are not comfortable with that mm. right. so can you say oh whom I dated yeah I can see that I, I'm thinking ahead of what I need to yeah. if I'm gonna date you. I have to be comfortable that God forbid I slip up. I wear protection. In my relationship, I did not wear protection. Well. But I was smart as far as what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, if you're going in there and you're just having fun just to have fun, and you get, I'm not saying kids are a mistake, but you get the oops, you gotta deal with that. Yeah. 
Is it yeah, something I never encounter? No. <laughs> is it on her? Is it on her to ensure that she makes sure the oops doesn't happen? I'm sorry, I had to throw this. No, over. no, that's a fifty-fifty. Oh, and if I don't you're care in a, if any guy you're in a relationship, you're not using protection. But so if you're not in a relationship and you're not using protection, if you are in a relationship uh-huh. and you are using protection, then it's fifty-fifty. But you said you weren't using protection. Right. So are you it's relying still 50/50. on her? Okay. It's All still right. 50-50. Because it takes two I'm just trying to catch you, catch you in an average male spot, yeah. but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not. I think, I think there's in. no, because there's no, you know what you're doing prematurely. <laughs> you you actually ejaculate. It happens. <laughs> it, it's going to happen. class. You know, that's what but it comes I do down think to. what you said about, like, dress. Like if you're gonna have a kid, you know, if you're gonna sleep with someone, you should probably mentally I'm planning it. Should probably be like, okay, if the worst, if the worst happens, if I slip up, if I slip up, like, is this person? I probably ideal. Is this person gonna be an okay husband? Yeah, and sometimes now that I'm looking back, and I think some people need to think that. Some people didn't. I honestly, I matured a little bit, you know, faster than a lot of other people. But I wasn't doing that, so I wasn't out catching bodies. I didn't see girls that were out there showing their tail. As attractive all the time. But you ever sit down and really look at a, uh, at a person? They're beautiful when you first see them, right? But when you really sit, you start to see the flaws and everything. Yeah. I'm the type of person that will sit and watch. Oh yeah, she's beautiful, but I'm gonna have a conversation because I don't want her just for her body. I want her for her mental. So you're at this you're place s- right now in your life. <laughs> you're at this place in your life right now where you're interested in commitment. Question mark. Oh. Mm-mm. You're I'm, I'm, erased. I'm, 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 I'm really not because where my heart is, was. You know what I mean? Because I don't commit often. I've been in two relationships in my, in my life. I've talked with uh, people before, but I've been involved in two real relationships. One where I got cheated on, and it was with an older woman, and now this one that was younger than me. And, um, you know, we built, we, we built a pretty good relationship, but I can say, you know, maybe that's where I dropped the ball because I was so determined to living my dream because I'm in a point where a lot of people don't, you know, get to in their life if they play sports. And um, I wasn't ready to give up. I'm not ready to give up. My heart's not in it to give up, mm-hmm. to just settle into a relationship. As much as I love her and I respect her and she deserves the world, I wanted to be able to provide that for her with what I did, mm-hmm. what I do. So is this on hold? Uh, no, not in actuality. <laughs> crazy thing is, not it's, dream, like, her. it's like um, the breakup happened and people speak of all oh, things could happen later down in the future. Right, I feel like right. if you're not with me 100%, why would I come back if there was ever a doubt? Like I was told that, you know, stop believing what I was doing the whole night. People change. People, people change. evolve. I can understand that, but I'm very, I'm very big on loyalty. You can cross me once, it won't happen a second time. I'm just that thorough as far as where my heart is. Can I um can I segue into like a, a different perspective on like relationships or just experience on like relationships and kids and things like that? Yeah. I just feel like as like a queer person it's it's just different. Um, Absolutely. For for me, right? because um, I am someone who doesn't have sex with like cis men or anything like that, right? So there's there's no never gonna be any surprise uh, for me. One time I did have a surprise that my girlfriend was pregnant, which obviously meant that she yeah, was cheating on me, yeah. right? Oh, um, I was like, my gosh. Yeah. But uh, but like for for me, when I think of me with kids or me with like partners, when I meet someone and I want to build with them, um, I don't always have that conversation straight out the bat because like I don't know with like what's going on with their health if they're even able to have kids. Right. I don't know 
um, what's going on with them or if they'll even, I don't know how they're going to treat kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. And they probably haven't really seen themselves having kids either. Like being like a queer person and like queer folks, like just in the past couple of years have just been able to like marry, right? Like, right. So this idea of like the American dream and building out a family is, is so very, very new to like our community. Not that like queer people weren't having families before, right? Because like there are a lot of queer families that do have kids, right? This is things that happen. I know that like I've dated a few women who already have kids when mm -hmm. I start dating them, right? Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of my friends start dating women that have kids and they then become their kids, mm -hmm. right? So like our way of acquiring kids is a bit different. It's still up in the court systems, right? Mm -hmm. Like what adoption means for like these queer families, right? Like um, there are a lot of straight couples who don't have to be married in order to adopt kids, right? right. But queer couples do have to be married in order mm -hmm. to adopt kids right. because they're not looked at as like having like a valid uh, relationship if you think about like a lot of folks who come in and step in as like step parents in hetero relationships they can go to the hospital if their kid is it mm -hmm. breaks their arm and still see their kid I would have to show paperwork mm -hmm. to show that like I'm this person's like parent so it's just like our, our view of like what like building a family is is like different it's very structural right because like we need to have like all this paperwork so like our immediately when we start dating people that's not what's on our mind it's like, what is this bond that I'm gonna have with this person? And like, what will that journey look like with this person? We're gonna have to go through all these marginalized things together to prove that, to acquire kids, to prove that these kids are ours, right? Uh, in order to move forward. And then the privilege of like doing like the whole surrogate thing, right? The privilege of like yeah, going to the sperm bank, mm -hmm. um, like that's, that's a privilege. Like yeah. a lot of us don't have money or access mm -hmm. to those types of things. Like many of us don't even have healthcare insurance to like get those things. Not that like those things are necessarily covered under healthcare insurance, but I know a few people who like knew a dude around the way and they had mm -hmm. like a little threesome thing and then one of them got pregnant and they had a deal where it's like, okay, this is our child. Mm -hmm. And then like that dude's still trying to come around and be like, nah. But I'm this, trying to be this, involved. I'm trying to be involved yeah. kind of thing, right? So mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a lot that a like, lot. comes with like acquiring kids and getting kids, but like queer folks have always been out here building families and having families. I think now and at this day and age where like where it's more on paper, right? It's more formal. Um, but it's still like more difficult to like build families for us. Well, where are you at personally in your in your dating situation? Well, I got like, are you intentional? Yeah, I got out of a relationship and one of the reasons why uh, she broke up with me was because she said that she didn't think that I was going to marry her. Mm -hmm. Marriage to me isn't three like... Years. Three years ago? It was almost three years, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, two and a half, almost three years. But, um, you know, I was in love with her, um, but because we had different views on marriage, for me, like... I can be with someone for the rest of my life and not have to marry them, right? Like, my thing is not about the performance of a relationship, but the actual connection in a relationship. Sure. But for her, I would get married for her because that's what she wanted. But she wanted to be with somebody who, like, already had that dream of, like, getting married and doing the wedding and, and doing all these mm -hmm. things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And she said before me she didn't want to have kids, like, because of the way that she saw me interact with kids. Then she, that, then she, that she then wanted kids. So I, like, bought into, like, this dream of... Oh. Because prior to that relationship, I had years of being poly in poly relationships and we can definitely dive into that but I remember like, that she broke me she, yes yes I, was I remember that time I, was I remember that time and then she broke me it's please so, please tell me. so I had I had so I was in a relationship and I started falling in love with this person and this person chose their career over me right where they moved away mm. right I was so heartbroken after that and so my defense mechanism was like 
Well, I just won't be with one person that way. I won't fall into anything too serious with somebody because I'll have all these different people for all these different things, mm -hmm. right? So I, I fell into this, this poly life where I had different partners for different things who were in different areas of the country, right? Or, or locally, right? Um, which was easier for me emotionally to compartmentalize those emotions wow. rather than investing all of them into one person. Mm -hmm. And so meeting this person I just I just fell for her. She was enough for like everything, right? And so I had never imagined being married to someone, right? And she like she she broke me down, right? I had, I had a wall that door. She opened that door up of what like marriage could be. But by the time I was invested in that idea of like building this family and getting married, it was too late for her. So she left. She'd been waiting yes. for you to like turn your mind waiting. around. Right. It was too late. Wow. It was too late. And How so do you put it? I'm sorry. I got to cut you off. <laughs> How do you put a time limit? She's a Virgo. No, man. <laughs> She knows what she wants, and she didn't want to be with I'm somebody. I'm sorry if I'm but that is so. She didn't want to be with somebody gosh. who didn't didn't know what they wanted, and so by the time I came to the conclusion of like what I wanted, she was just like, "Yo, I can find somebody who wants it already like that." Yikes. She was like, "If but I it's not real. This, it doesn't matter because it, that, it does matter to me." But that's what she. But she wanted. Fine. She wanted somebody that wanted that. She didn't want to have to that's convince crazy. me anymore or push me anymore. She didn't want the uncertainty of I was just saying it just to please her. She wanted somebody who wanted it for themselves and wanted it with her together. Mm -hmm. And that came down to timing. And it came down to timing. And she said that like she said the time. She was wants up. kids and marriage and then yeah, it comes down to that timing. That came with time. I mean, I put I made her my beneficiary on my life insurance. So I tried to show her that I was thinking long term, but. That wasn't logistically. It doesn't prove anything. That, that I try to, you know, so like um, right now where I'm at, you know, I'm in this space where I'm like filled with love and like my mindset is like, oh, I, I do want to get married and have kids and I am down to live a monogamous life. But it's also me unpacking and being like, okay, is this really what you want or is this you you're almost there? Is, did, is this you coming off a relationship where you almost got that and now you're gonna for the rest of your life search for someone who also like wants those things? So these are feelings that like I'm unpacking and trying to figure out like what do I want? Do I now want to get married? Do I now want like when I like because I'm now in the dating scene. Am I like, out here now? Since I'm out here, am I now on first date asking these questions like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have so kids? Much. Or am I living the life that I was living before, where it's like, yo, people come into your into your life for different reasons and different seasons, sure. and just enjoy the person in the time that they're in your life. And if they don't pan out, it's okay. You're gonna find somebody else who's new. Or do I like hone in and be like, no, I need to find that right one to spend the rest of my life with. Because yeah, so this is the dilemma that I'm at right now. It's crazy because you don't half ass. Thank you guys. Let's. So, to finish up, we're going to talk about yeah, these ways that we are trying to, they're talking by the time, um, uh, disrupt the norms that we see in our communities of how we, how and where we date. Um, and at least for me, like, I've been on Bumble and Tinder for the past several years, also traveling. Bumble? But it's Bumble? Tinder. Really? <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> I haven't used any, so just. We get it. No, I'm just stating. Like, I gotta state that. When it comes to my turn, I gotta explain that. I'm just throw it out there. Bumble's a dating app. I found that people look better there. I don't know why. I just have found that to be true. Nonetheless, every country that I've been in, 
Bumble hasn't been there. So really? yeah. Um, as far as Malaysia to yeah, the middle market, is it a dating app or is it a hookup app? It's a dating app. Okay. Tinder's a hookup app. So I I was on it for a little bit and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm interested in Bumble, but like why? But either way, neither here nor there. The point is, I was on that and I hate it <laughs> because. I'll be starting a conversation with somebody on Bumble. The uh, woman has to start the conversation. That's like the mandate in Bumble. So it's like if it's same sex or gender. Yes, if it's the same sex um, thing, they're I think either either or queer queer options. Yeah, yeah, interesting. It is interesting. Um, And how does that work? Um, trying to remember where I was going with the story, but we could go in a thousand directions. Anyway, the point is, I hate apps. I decided to get off apps since I got back to New York. And um, I have decided to try and meet people in the real world, which means I need to go outside. So I've been going outside. Mm -hmm. It's been interesting. Yeah. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. And I'm a granny, so I'm tired by like nine. So if I'm going and meeting people after nine, I gotta like plan for this. Overnight bag. (laughs) You get your thought bag ready. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Like, I don't know. It's so annoying. But good night. Um, (laughs) But I will say, the past like three times I've been outside, Mm -hmm. I have been approached. Reasonably and in a gentlemanly like ways from the opposite sex of which I'm interested in, and I have been impressed and shocked. And I'm pointing at you because every time I text a call, I'm like, it happened again. I can go outside and people talk to me. I thought that it didn't happen anymore. So um, that's oh, and I'm going to be more vocal and be like, I don't like that. I'm gonna test that one out. Yeah. I want this. Yeah. Let's see what that's like. I have not ever done those things before. Mm-hmm. People pleasing in that space. No, go that way. Mm. <laughs> well, you stole most of mine. Oh, there are but, so many to choose from. Um, but my big thing is uh, the no dating app thing. So I've never really been on them. I think I've only gone on one dating app date in my life. And, oh. Um, so I think I don't want to look back on dating and have it be like ugh, I wasted so much time meeting so many people. Like it made it feel like a chore. That's how I feel like a lot of people view it when they're on the dating dating apps. The dating apps makes me sound like yes. five years old. Um, but uh, yeah, my whole thing is just trying new things um, in New York since I just moved here, and hopefully finding people men that way going out and also just like taking classes and trying to figure out what it is I like to do as well um, because I think that's just going to make me happier with being single and not feel like I'm just trying to get to the next thing right, right, right. so um, no dating apps for me and and you're being more emotionally vulnerable from, and I'm being from way more emotionally vulnerable so like if I meet someone that I like I'm just going to put it out there oh if you like it, you can take it. If you don't... What are you going to say? Uh, I'm really intrigued. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, like, how far is too far? Like, I'm dating for commitment, just so you know. Is that too far? Uh, I probably won't be that forward at the beginning, but I think oh. more of, like, more of, like... <laughs> Do I, I want to be... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. Um, more of, like, 
instead of playing that game or being like, oh, is he going to text me or whatever, like, I'm just going to be like... I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like you, let's go, uh, like, hang out, and I don't care. But right. I'm going this whole new life of, I don't care. <laughs> here, yep, here. Yep, you'll hang out with me if you want to. If not, then that's fine. Forget but, um, and also just trying not to freak out that I'm 31 and single, like everybody else is putting pressure on me, and I'm just like, it's fine. I'm fine living my life. You're thriving. Yeah. Uh, You're yeah. thriving. You just yeah. moved to New York. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to live my life. As you should. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think for me, I think a lot of my dating in the past has been me trying to like show up and be like, I'm this person that has my shit together and I'm going to be better than your last. And I think moving forward, I'm going to be more transparent about my triggers and traumas and experiences in my past relationship and how they can show up for me now so that people have better ideas on like what my triggers are and what I'm working through. And not in a way where it's like, oh, you need to be my therapist, right? right. No. Mm-hmm. But in a way where it's like, here are the things that I'm actively working on and these are the ways in which I'm working on them. And if you trigger some of these things for me, I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. So that's um, fair. Again, that was beyond fair. Yeah, I'm not trying to pretend like I'm someone who has it all together because I'm someone who makes mistakes. That's a good one. And also being open to like hearing someone else's like triggers and traumas because I think that a lot of people are scared to put that on the table because mm-hmm. they like, feel like people are going to be like deterred, which is real. Like it's also fair for someone to be like, you got too much going that. on, yeah, right. and I'm not trying to deal with that. But I also rather know. I, I want to make myself, I want to go into relationships more vulnerable with like mm-hmm. out this wall to be like, here's what's going on with me, what's going on with you, and how can we work together to navigate each other's traumas and experiences. Mm-hmm. That's real. Yeah. So that's yeah. the end of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to be more vocal in ways that count. I'm not a person that's on dating apps or you know, IG looking for women, that type of thing. But really, being more vocal in ways that count. Um, for instance, no, there is no for instance. That's just what it is. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't know. I'm not finding more out about myself. Mm-hmm. That's important to me because I've been I've been studying my whole life on doing specific things. You know, the modeling, the mm-hmm. acting, what I want to be. As anybody should chase your dream, type of thing, you know. But um, but who are you as a me, not a we? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm good. I've, I've been good as an individual. I I grew up very well. I grew up around women, so I don't need a female to do my laundry. Mm-hmm. I don't need a female to cook for me because I'm not a cook. Like I just need love, support. I don't ask for money. You want a partnership? I just want a good partnership. Someone that I can talk to. You know, if I cry, I'm gonna cry on your shoulder. But no, that's 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 really it. I mean, I might not have much to say now, but next episode I might. <laughs> On the next episode. Okay. Um, I think that was great. Thank you guys for chopping it up at the table as usual. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a wrap. If you liked what you heard, please rate us. Also, ensure you've subscribed on YouTube so you can put some faces to some names and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Anderson Street TV. Until next time.